Hello everybody and welcome back to Gamers Gadgets. In this episode, we are going to be looking at Sony home consoles and handhelds from the original PlayStation of 1995 to the PlayStation 5 of today. In 1995, before Sony made the original PlayStation, they actually worked as an employee for Nintendo, making an addition for the SNES, but Nintendo replaced them with somebody else. But I don't mean to make it sound like, oh, Nintendo's the bad guy, boo, Nintendo. It's just, it's just facts. Please don't get mad at the facts. Anyway, the original PlayStation was released when Nintendo and Sega were basically ruling the video game market. But then Sony came in and released a PlayStation. The PlayStation had 2 megabytes of RAM, and its best-selling game was Gran Turismo. The PlayStation controllers have shapes instead of letters with the blue X, the red circle, the pink square, and the green triangle. The PlayStation controller has arrow keys, which aren't set up in the same way as the D-pad, so I'm going to call them arrow keys, and select the start buttons. The PlayStation sold 102.49 million units, definitely outshining the SNES by a mile. And then in 1999, Sony released a console called Pocket Station, which isn't even a console. It's more. It, it reminds me of like a Tamagotchi. Anyway, the Pocket Station w- is actually a memory card for the PS1, 2, 3, 4, and the PlayStation Portable and PlayStation Vita. But they also made it to have some small games on it. It came in three different colors, white, crystal, and black, and it it sold about 5 million units. Well, it was just a memory card, so kind of makes sense. And in 2000, Sony released a variation of the PlayStation called the PS1, which is confusing because this was actually the third console they made. Uh, Anyway, the PS1 had dual analog sticks, unlike the its predecessor the shape buttons arrow keys and select and start buttons it was basically the same as the playstation and the sales were grouped together then sony released the ps2 also in two in the year 2000 and the ps2 had dual shock which is like the buzz you get on the joy cons on the switch sometimes and had this mini analog stick for navigating the home menu the PS2 had 32 megabytes of memory, and it had backwards compatibility with PlayStation games. And its best-selling game is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, a fort, and it has a 40 gigabyte hard drive. And the PS2 shattered every console sale by selling 158.70 million units. That's a lot. Oh, I'm sorry if my voice sounds weirder today. I have a stuffy nose, which. I have a stuffy nose and a dry throat a little bit, so I'm sorry. And then in 2003, Sony released a console called the PSX, which is kind of a console, but also kind of not a console. It was actually a digital video recorder, and it comes with its own infrared remote. I'm sorry. And it had the same controllers stuff as the ps2 i couldn't find the sales and i'm sad anyway and then in 2004 sony released a playstation 2 slim which is like what it says it's a slimmer version of the ps2 uh 
And then 2005, Nintendo released their second handheld called the PS Portable 1, or not the PS Portable, the PlayStation Portable 1000, also known as the PSP 1000. It had the same controller inputs as the PS2, except for the extra analog stick. The hardware of the PSP 1000 has 32 megabytes of memory, a 60 gigabyte flash memory, and has an online service called PlayStation Network, which is a digital media service for entertainment. Its best-selling game is Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories, and there are 80 to 82 million units sold. And then in 2006, Nintendo released the PS3. The hardware of the PS3, it has a Blu-ray disc port. A Blu-ray disc port. Who has a Blu-ray disc port on their, like, game console? I think it's really cool. And it has backwards compatibility with PlayStation and PlayStation 2 games. 256 megabytes of XDR DRAM? Which, I'm sorry, but I don't know what that is. The PS3's best-selling game is Grand Theft Auto V. The title on the PS3 actually uses the Spider-Man font. Little fun fact. Uh, the PS3 controller has dual analog sticks. The shape buttons, select the start buttons, arrow keys, and L and R buttons. And a PlayStation menu button in the center of the controller. And there were 87.4 million units sold. And in 2007, Sony released a version of the PSP 1000 called the PSP 2000, which is basically the same, except it probably has like bigger like data because this one has 64 megabytes of memory and the same ones as the PS3. And the next year in 2000, and then in 2008, Sony released a third and last variation to the PSP 1000, which is the PSP 3000. It has the exact same stuff. And then 2009, Sony released two consoles, both variations. One is the PS3 Slim and the PSP Go, which I lied. It isn't the last variation of the PSP. The PSP actually has many more variations. Uh, anyway... The PS3 Slim is exactly what it says. It is a slimmer version of the PS3. But the PSP Go was cool because it slides out. So you had a phone size, like, kind of phone looking thing in your hand. And then it, if you slid it out, it showed all the console buttons. It had 64 megabytes of memory, and it looks pretty cool. I couldn't find the sales, but I'm pretty sure it collects with the original PSP sales. Then, in 2011, Sony released two other consoles, all handhelds, the PSP E1000 and the Xperia Play. The PSP E1000 was like all the other PSP consoles, just variation. But the Xperia Play... Sorry. <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh... But the Xperia Play was technically a smartphone, but with handheld game console elements, so I'm still gonna say it fits into the category of game console. 
It is, it's set up in the same style as the PSP Go. The Xperia plays 512 megabytes of RAM, 400 megabytes of storage, a touchpad, and a touchscreen. Since it's technically a smartphone. And it's really cool. Then, in 2012, there were two consoles released. The PS3 Super Slim and the PS Vita. PS3 Super Slim is a super slim version of the PS3, which... I don't know, it just kind of sounds ridiculous just adding, like, super slim to the thingy. I mean, why not just stick with, like, one slim? I don't know. And the PS Vita was the successor to the PSP. The PS Vita has 512 megabytes of RAM. It has about three to five hours of playtime, which is, I'm pretty sure, less than the Nintendo Switch. Just kind of terrible. Uh, backwards compatibility with PSP games, but downloadable only. A touchpad and a touchscreen. PS Vita right after its launch was selling high, but then after that, its sales gradually decreased. The sales were about 15 to 16 million units. Which kind of makes sense. The PS4 was released in 2013, and it had a new online network called PlayStation Plus, which is a premium subscription you can get that gives you online multiplayer capabilities, discounts on a PlayStation Store, and ability to upload 100 gigabytes to PlayStation servers. Servers. The PS4 also had 8 gigabytes of memory and up to 2 terabytes of storage, which is crazy. It has DualShock 4, which provides even more of a shock than the other DualShocks in the PS Home consoles, which I forgot to mention. Sorry. Uh, and the best-selling PS4 games were Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us. The PS4 sold 114.2 million units, breaking the 100 million sale barrier. And then in 2014, Sony released the PSTV in 2014. Yeah, and the PSTV was kind of an add-on for the PS Vita because it had PS Vita games on it. Instead of having a display screen like most handhelds, the PSTV will connect with an HDMI cable instead. The PSTV has 512 megabytes of RAM and 1 gigabyte of internal storage. People really liked the PSTV and even gave it the Good Design Award in Japan, along with the PS4. In 2016, two consoles were announced on the exact same day, which I think is really cool. And it was the PS4 Slim and the PS4 Pro. So, judging by the names, the PS4 Slim is a slimmer, slicker version of the PS4, and the PS4 Pro is a more pro version of the PS4. Because that's exactly what they are. And then in 2020, we finally get to the PS5 of today, they made PlayStation VR, which is VR games that can connect to the PS5 as well as the PS as well as PS4 games you can play on the PS5. PS5 has 16 gigabytes of memory, 825 gigabytes of storage, Ultra HD Blu-ray port, and a normal Blu-ray port. There's also DualSense on a controller, which is a modification of DualShock. So I really like the consistency. Of the Sony consoles, because instead of getting one, like, every five years, like the Nintendo had, they kind of kept up with the consistency and released a console, like, every year, and sometimes two in the same year. So, I think that Sony did a really good job of keeping the consoles consistent. Next episode, we are going to be talking about 
Microsoft consoles. And keep on gaming. Bye.